When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle, and um, Tom was here. Uh, right, guys, here's what's happened. Uh, this morning, Tom and I have been desperate to get into the studio uh, together to do a podcast. We obviously wanted to uh, do one where we could be in the studio together. We couldn't find a studio that was available at the time that we were available. So this morning, Tom came to my house uh, with the cat. And we recorded the podcast. Uh, somehow, what has happened on my phone is that the podcast started recording halfway through. So now what I have is half a podcast. Um, I wasn't sure whether we should put it out, but then we've had so many messages since we've had a break from doing it of people saying that they've missed having us to listen to that I thought, well, maybe the best thing to do is just put out a shorter version uh, of it with sort of me having a bit of a ramble at the top um so what tom and i spoke about that you won't hear is that yesterday tom was on a show called london bears which isn't a um which isn't a gay night well it kind of is but it isn't a uh a clubby gay night it's a night in the west end to raise money for a hiv and aids charity and uh it People come on and do songs from the shows and there were people from Wicked and Motown the Musical and a bunch of other really exciting stuff. And then um, Tom obviously did some stand-up and Graham Norton hosted. And uh, a lot of the show, not a lot of the show, some of the show uh, had nudity in it. And so Tom and I were talking at the top of the podcast about nudity and um, and how we felt um, as... I don't know how we feel now about nudity and how we felt as young people about nudity. And basically what we found is that people that are buffeting are really happy being nude and people that aren't are sometimes less so. And that sometimes, not always, that's really not what I think. Not I think that um, a lot of the time people that are really willing to get their kits off spend quite a lot of time in the gym. Uh, and we were saying that maybe because of uh, TV and movies and how we view bodies, that sort of created this idea of what perfection should be and that Tom and I uh, 
wondered whether where that all started and whether that's maybe doesn't help with sort of body shaming and about how you know a lot of people feel that they should uh, their body should be a certain way when of course that is all bollocks because everybody is completely perfect as it is um now where the podcast picks up is tom and i talking about uh, having to get changed in the changing rooms at school so i hope you enjoy this shortened version of the podcast and i'm pretty sure that it's my fault that this didn't record so i'm very sorry to you the listener and i'm sorry to tom as well he traveled all the way over to my house bless his heart thank god i gave him eggs and bacon to cheer him up um but whatever you do this week i hope you have a lovely time we'll be back in touch with you in about two weeks hopefully this time in the studio hopefully this time full length uh but my apologies and uh that's it from me i'll speak to you next time on like-minded friends we had a swimming pool at my school oh yeah um and Clang, rumour was, if you did a whole length, you'd get pregnant. Uh, <laughs> never did. But well, um, it's, um, and here's my daughter. <laughs> oh She's my God, 15. That's cool. um, and um, it's, uh, and, and, and getting changed after that, I mean, it was an, as you can imagine, everyone was like hurrying to try and get into like one of the three cubicles. Oh, then no. Like, it yeah. was just. I remember it being actually traumatic. Yeah, that because is so Because also you'd be like, people would be hitting puberty at different times. Yes. I was very much a late bloomer. I had the figure of a teenage boy, which some would say I still do. No, um, no, until no. I was quite late, as <laughs> in my late teens as a teenage girl. And um, but, yeah, and but like I other think, girls yeah. would be, yeah, and like, yeah, be like, Oh, like, oh it was like, just so cringe, and then like you know you'd have to swim, and then like you'd be in your cosy, and like <laughs> oh some people had boobs, some people didn't, some of the boys had hairy legs, some of them looked like they were about twelve, like yeah. oh god, and there'd always be that one boy in everyone's year, in year seven that would have like a full moustache. Yes, yes, I was doing material about that the other day. Oh really? Um, about a full beard. He like, drove a full to beard. School. And he was like six foot tall. <laughs> I think he was just a man. Um, but. The, um, he was on the lamb. <laughs> that was witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, they, um, yeah, it was. It, it just so stressy. And then when I got to secondary school, the PE teacher was clearly quite aware of like people stressing out about the things. He was like, "Everybody has to have a shower after PE. That that is the rule. But you can wear your swimming trunks." And then, like, no one actually bothered having a shower in the end. Of course, yeah. It was, yeah, but I mean, you're already sweaty and spotty. Like, fine, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I look back at school now, and I, I wish I'd enjoyed it more. Yeah, I wish I'd be a bit more carefree. Yeah, but then I'm sure that when I'm fifty, I'll look back and be like, when I was thirty, I wish I was more carefree. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I think I'll be. Do that. I yeah. think I'll be reflecting for the rest of my life, saying, I wish I was more carefree. Do you think that's a gay thing? Um, as in, it. I we're like overly as a child. Like, yeah, like kind of like feeling. Um, self-conscious or feeling like you I suppose hiding something or yeah yeah, so yeah. quite relaxed yeah I think so certainly as a yeah I think yeah and I think even now to a degree I think I still carry a lot of that sort of I don't know fear I don't know I think for a long time as as a teenager I was really terrified of being outed yeah and now I've done that to myself yeah yeah like that can't happen but I think still the stress of it all yeah sort of still sort of exists inside of you because I don't know whether you can ever I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe it is a gay thing. Maybe I don't know. There were boys in my year that felt that, that that seemed to be like, you know, from the age of about like 
13, they were calling each other mate and son. And oh, it was yeah. so grown up. Yeah, And it yeah. seemed like you, could, you couldn't be him and ever have a care in the world. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, their lives were already sort of pre... I wondered about that. Yeah, do you think that's the... I mean... Like, they, they, like you know, they, they, might, they might have known they were going to become... Like, they were going to work with their dads or they were going to... Yeah, having all of that sort of, like, you know, security, Yeah, I and, like, just knowing they were going to settle down with a girl that lived in the same town, have a couple yeah. of kids, and be happy with be that. Happy I'm not saying that that's any less that. of a life. Yeah, it'd be a lovely that. life. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think having that thing of, like, a predisposition, is that the word? Yeah. Of what your life might look like. Yeah. Must really give you a sense of huge security. I think so. Whereas I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Yeah, what's do. it going to be like and what's it going to be? And am I going to be a gay person or am I going to be... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or am I going to sort of be in a relationship with a guy and just sort of make do? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, that's... And... I mean, it is, I suppose it is about role modelling, isn't it? And that is like going back to Graham Norton, like I sort of... Yeah. I, really wanted to say, I didn't say to him, but I kind of wanted to say to him, you know, it meant such a lot to me when you were on the television and I used to stay up on a Thursday night on the... I, one of the neighbours was throwing out a black and white television. Yeah. And they, they said, I said, can I have it? Because we weren't on our televisions in our room because Dad said we'll all end up in our separate rooms watching television. We won't yep. socialise. Very noble. <laughs> and then, so I had this television, you had to tune, you had to turn a knob to tune into the channel. Amazing, yeah. And I would stay up like on a Thursday at like 11 o'clock and watch the live... Graham Norton Graham show. Graham show. Yeah, I feel really similar. Yeah, I think that I would... There was something about... I don't know, it was, he was so... He is, rather. like, And his show is still fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. But there's... His radio show. Yeah, we used to listen to that on the road, didn't we? Oh, we were yeah. on tour. Yeah. Is it like a Saturday morning? Uh, Saturday morning, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is a great role model, but then he's almost the kind of person that, like, because he's so... Like, part of the reason that I love him is his, like, acerbic, sort of slightly looking down on... Yeah. The fact that he'll sort of take the piss out of, like, Keanu Reeves or something. Yeah, yeah. You almost don't want to be like, by the way, you're kind of my hero, because you yeah. don't want him to be like, oh. Like, not, uh, but... I don't yeah, know. He's very you... sincere, I think. I think he's very genuine. I think you... I don't know. I got them. probably... Yeah. Um... I don't, yeah, I don't know how I would... Part of me would love to say that, but then the other part of me would be like, someone said to me the other day, what would you do if you met Ellen? And I said, I think I'd just freak out. It's great that you're getting like a drill for like, okay, how are you going to... What are you going to do when you when definitely you meet, meet Ellen? When you meet Ellen. I'm sure you will meet her. But, um, do you I think like I'll get onto her talk show eventually? I feel like you could. I feel like that's the end game. Like, I feel like the day after I'll just die. Because I'll think Cause I'll be like, oh, I've completed life. Life is done now. Yeah, you would obviously, obviously that would be the natural progression of things. But um, the... Um, yeah, she's she's quite. She, I remember actually Graham Norton bringing her over here. They hosted oh, really? a, a party for her. Oh my God! So Graham no, on my television, route. on television. <laughs> oh, it was okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. But um, did you see him and Adele? No. Did you see that TV show? He interviewed Adele. Oh, sorry. And she yes. Did some numbers. Yeah. Did some and numbers. Did some numbers. Did she did a, a turn. Do a number, would you, Adele? <laughs> <laughs> and it was. Fantastic. Was it great? Oh. I think I saw bits of it. I don't think I saw it. was quite yeah. long. <laughs> Sorry. You know what you're like. You know what I'm like. <laughs> it's a bit long, no thanks. Um, <laughs> she can't stay up late. You know what she's like. <laughs> Can she watch it in the bath? Well, then she probably won't. Um, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, he's such a great interviewer. Yeah. Yeah, he's so good. I bet good one day it? you'll be on his show and you'll be able to talk to him about doing that show with him. Oh, that would be fun. Maybe yeah. one day, maybe one day, but one I don't day. know about that. It was a thrill to meet him, but um, but yeah. And if you don't know about West End Bears, I thoroughly recommend it as a night out. It's um super fun, and super um, yeah, um, it's super uh, inclusive, in- very inclusive. Like it wasn't just gay men. It was like, well, my friend, friend Ian, the chat of my friends, 
my friend Ian had his mum and dad there. Oh, nice. Yeah, really fun. It was oh. really nice. There were lots of different people there. Yeah, I love taking parents to the gay things. And like, you know, like I said, it was very tasteful. It was just more funny, really. Yeah, just silly. Yeah, and really silly. And stuff is really fun. Yeah, and it's really accessible and really... Really accessible. And they, they really, it was really nice because they were like, well, this, that we wanted it to be like a community thing for the West End and, mm-hmm. and bring people together and... and um, um, Mel, who runs the charity, was like, "Yeah, that we see that's part of our output. That it's like a community event as well." And she that's said, "Lovely." She said, "Yeah, we, they do well because they don't they don't go like give us a direct debit. Look at all the sad stuff in the world. They're like, come to this fun thing. Yeah, that's which is great. A perfect way to like raise money. Raise money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, worked, it was really fun. Um, and was did Graham do any stand up or was he just so he did like five minutes at the top, and then between and then there was like two songs and then." Um, Adam Garcia and um, Summer Strallen, I think her name is, and her sister, I want to say Di. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I know that, that name. Yes, I think that, I mean, I'm a bit bad at knowing West End stars. Um, they did a bit. Did a bit. They did a bit. Did and a couple the, of numbers. They did a number. Then Mark and Ian did, then there was a couple more songs, then Mark and Ian, then a couple more songs, then me. And then um, Ollie, who's just come out of Wicked, and um, another girl who's really nice, I can't remember her name. Um, and then Graham finished it off with us a bit of an auction, not an auction, but like a sort of thing where you throw money at the dancers. It's fun. Oh my God, throwing yeah. money at a dancer. Yeah. What a time to be alive. What an evening. So it was, um, it was super... I super nice. wonder if someone like Graham does really realise how much he was sort of a role model to so many gay people and how like political... I think it kind of is a political act of being out and gay in camp... In sort of the, what would that have been, the early 2000s, late I 90s? I think so. I absolutely think so. I was Like when you think about how camp sort of Julian Clary was. Yeah. And how shocking. I mean, like, and people are sort of like, oh, it's so sort of, I think there's a sense of it, like, oh, so fey in a way. Like, it's yeah. So sort, of, sort of like, but it's so strong. It's so like, well, it's, it's so like, you have to be really strong to be like that. You can't be like half-heartedly. Well, that stuff you had in one of your shows a few years ago about being camp being a... Oh, a, a protest. A protest. Yeah, yeah. Of like, we, we were choosing not to be... To be serious, yeah. yeah. Not to be serious, yeah. I, I mean, that's my theory. But. Yeah, no, but I think that's... But yeah, you sort of forget how... Yeah, I think that's why I find it quite jarring at times when, you know, and everyone's sort of attracted to whoever they like, and but when there are some gay people that will be like, oh, I don't like it when people are too camp, or like, oh occasionally God, like, so like internalised homophobia, yeah. with people being I'm like, into lads, oh, lads, 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 yeah, lads, and like, oh, I like men that behave like men, oh, or like, and yeah. it's like, oh, it's piss off. This, yeah. I tell you what, drag queens marched so that you could have, yeah, yeah that's true, so you could, yeah, the so you queens. could, uh, you know, check into a hotel with the guy that you're dating, like, you know, yeah. someone, you know, <clears throat> that maybe was, Super duper camp and wasn't the kind of gay that you want to be. Yeah, yeah. You know that had to be louder. Yeah. So that people would listen. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's. Yeah, I wonder whether people like Graham and and Alan. I remember Alan Carr. I remember saying to him like <laughs> that he was a bit of a hero of mine. About ten minutes later, we realised the venue we were in did, didn't have a toilet backstage and he had to have a wee into a mug. <laughs> um, I tell you what venue it was. Well, we did it. Oh, was it that one? Mill and Beggars Theatre. Oh my goodness! It I mean, so talk funny. about beggars. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but um, I mean, the people were very nice. The people were lovely. But they didn't have a toilet backstage. They didn't have a toilet backstage. I mean, Alan Carr had to piss into a mug. I mean, <laughs> where are we? Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's yeah, it's important to sort of note those things. I think. Yeah. Of how you know how brave. Yeah, yeah, people are, and being out there is so difficult sometimes. Um, and yeah, I just think yeah, it is. It was really. 
it's nice to meet those people as well. I don't, I don't, yeah, probably they don't so, realise that they are. Yeah, it's exciting. Important. Yeah, but they're, yes, it's, I've, I've always been, and they've always been nice people. The people yeah, I've met, I've that's great, isn't it? That's, uh, that's been nice. But um, now there is a mirror opposite where we're doing this podcast, and we always go today, and let me tell you, the whiskey. Its job is to hold God, on the bulges. Doesn't that mirror need a clean? I just well, can see it from this angle. Too, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, horrible, it's isn't it? What were you thinking? But I mean, um, damp cloth. Damp cloth, I know. Damp cloth. Just keep buffing until it's shiny. But is I that know. what you do with your head as well? That's sorry, what I do with my face. Sorry. Actually, that's an industrial floor cleaner. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Now, yeah. before we leave our like-minded friends, yeah, he's promised me some breakfast. I've promised Tom some breakfast before he leaves, mm. and Tom. You're, you've got 12 tour shows, did you say? Well, the, about, I felt that. Christmas? I haven't actually counted what number one. I'm having a lovely time, though. So, um, and we've, we're about to, I think some of them have been added already, but this new date's going on sale for the new year now. Lovely. Um, but all the details are at tomindeed.com. Lovely. And um, my it, new website, which is based a bit more on Susie's one. Which is kind of out of order, but fine. Yeah. Um, sure. So, yeah, you can find out all the information at tomindeed.com and mm. go and visit him. And uh, the show is wonderful. I saw it. I, of course I've bloody seen it, and it's course. bloody good. It's course, bloody uh, good. Um, is there, um, and have your sales tickets gone on sale? Rather the tour it? is about to go on sale. I'm See. doing a couple of dates all over the country. I'm doing a couple uh, double double headers with Angela Barnes. You might be aware of Angela. Oh, She's, yeah, nice. we're doing a couple of the Glees together. Um, she might have seen Angela on... Like the Apollo and Mock the Week. She's absolutely brilliant. She's the host of News Jack as well. She's really great. So we've decided to do a couple of dates together. And then uh, I've got a run at the Soho Theatre in March. Yes. Which, uh, and I'm doing a whole week this time, uh, which I'm very excited forward slash really nervous. I hope the tickets sell. Um, and so you can find out all the information at uh, suzyruffle.com. And as always, we're both on Twitter and we're mm-hmm. on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to get in touch with us on the email, you can email us at chat2 at like-minded... No, nope, that's incorrect. You can email us. I, know, I mean, I know it's not going to be edited, mm. but I'm going to do it again. Go you on. can do it. You can get in touch with us. Chat to likemindedfriends at gmail.com. Yes. And if you like the podcast, feel free to uh, give us a little review on iTunes. Oh, if you yeah. don't, just don't worry. Maybe don't write the review. Yeah, there you go. That uh, would be my advice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, uh, I hope the sound quality was better for you this week. Yeah. And I hope that whatever you do, you have a lovely week. Yeah, and we'll j- speak to you next time on <clears throat> Like-Minded Friends. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye